This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hi, I'm Hanif Baharudin and this is Gigi Well Played, the show that talks about all things video games. This week, we're going to look at the technologies powering NVIDIA and AMD's graphics cards, DLSS and FSR and how they'll change gaming. But before that, here's Ali Johan and Afnil Ting with a recap of some of the biggest news in the world of gaming. Thank you, Hanif. Uh, here are some news headlines from this week. Let's start with the EA Play Live showcase. After Summer Game Fest and E3, now EA will be the next to have a big showcase of their offerings for the year. The main showcase will be happening on the 22nd of July, which uh, they announced earlier. And uh, now also an additional show have been announced throughout the month of July that will lead up to the main showcase on the 22nd. These smaller shows will be called the EA Play Live Spotlight series and they'll be thematic and panel-like featuring multiple EA games titles. Uh, the couple of themes that they're going to be discussing are the future of first-person shooters featuring Apex Legends and also the recently newly announced Battlefield 2042 EA Hearts' independent studios which will include a panel session involving the developers from Hazelight, Zoink, Silverain and Valen. That's right. Next is Madden NFL 22 All Access Scouting, uh, which will focus on new features coming to the latest installment of the American football game, while the last one is simply titled More EA Sports, uh, with the publisher promising an extremely cool addition to a long-running franchise. These events will take place on the 8th, 13th, 19th and the 20th before the main event itself on the 22nd of July. Nothing was announced yet for the 22nd of July. In fact, they are planning to keep it a secret but the publisher did promise new gameplays and reveals perhaps we'll see dead space mm. let's wait and see okay moving on games that will definitely not be a part of the showcase are the new dragon age and mass effect yep developer bioware confirmed this news via a tweet saying that they're hard at work and will not be showcasing these beloved franchises at the upcoming convention. The next Dragon Age, the fourth in the franchise, was officially announced in 2018 with Bioware releasing the latest trailer for the game uh, at the Game Awards last year. And that was the same event where they also announced that they're working on the new Mass Effect game, which is likely going to be a continuation of the original trilogy. And I guess we have to make do with playing the Mass Effect Legendary Edition for now. Uh, and if I may be honest, I would rather them not release any new trailers to hype fans up because uh, this is going to lead them to more pressure and possibly rushing to release the game. Take your time, Bioware, because some of us are still willing to give you the benefit of the doubt despite your less than stellar recent records. Hmm, yeah, we all know what hype did to Cyberpunk, right? Okay, next on the list, Sucker Punch announced a Director's Cut Edition of its open-world action game Ghost of Tsushima for both PS4 and PS5. It's scheduled to be released on the 20th of August. What's in store for the director's cut version of the game? It'll feature all content uh, from the original game as well as new chapters that will see our hero, Jin Sakai, travel to a new island called Iki. 
According to the statement by Sucker Punch on the PlayStation blog, in this news story, Jin travels to the island to investigate rumors of a Mongol presence, but soon he finds himself caught up in events with deeply personal stakes that will force him to relieve some traumatic moments from his past. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> this part of the game will add new environments, characters, horse armor, enemies, mini-games, techniques, trophies, and more. This upgrade will be available on both PS4 and PS5 versions of the game, but the PS5 version will also come with PS5 exclusive features including support for haptic feedback, adaptive triggers, 3D audio enhancements, improved load times, 4K resolutions and all that good stuff among many others. Nice, sounds exciting and we're all looking forward to it. So uh, let's talk about the pricing now. No local prices have been announced just yet, but for the American market, the version will be available in both physical and digital versions for $59.99 US dollars on PS4 and $69.99 US dollars on PS5. People who have the original edition and would like to upgrade to the director's cut can do so from the 20th of August onwards and it will cost about $20 US dollars on PS4 and about $30 US dollars on PS5 to do that. For those who have purchased the PS4 Director's Cut version of the game, you'll have to pay about $10 US to upgrade to the PS5 version, also available. But having said that, you know, Sucker Punch uh, are really cool developers, but the pricing for these upgrades seems a little bit steep. Hmm. Uh, but, you know, that's a separate conversation for later. Lah. Now, sticking to PlayStation and Sony, the company has recently acquired more new studios. They recently announced the acquisition of Housemark, a longtime partner that has developed multiple games on the PlayStation, including the recently released PS5 exclusive Returnal. Yeah, it's a no-brainer acquisition considering their existing relationship, but it has uh, now been formalized. On top of that, they also acquired a studio from the Netherlands called Nixus. This developer specializes in porting games to PC and has collaborated with Crystal Dynamics, Eidos Montreal, and IO Interactive since forming in 1999. They've ported the recent Tomb Raider trilogy and the two most recent Deuce X games to PC. Now, it's not clear whether they'll be developing exclusive new IPs for PlayStation, but judging by PlayStation's recent move to start porting their exclusive games to PC, this uh, acquisition of Nixus feels like a step to strengthen that particular strategy. There are also rumours out there that PlayStation might also acquire Bluepoint Studios, developer of the Demon's Souls remake, after PlayStation Japan accidentally tweeted the news. Nothing has been confirmed yet since the tweet has been deleted, but be on the lookout for that news if it does happen. And as usual, we'll keep you up to date. Cool, that's all we have for this week's recap. Back to you, Hanif. Thank you very much, Ali and Afnil. Moving on, AMD recently released their answer to NVIDIA's Deep Learning Super Sampling Technology or DLSS in the form of Fidelity FX Super Resolution or FSR. They're both technically different, but what they aim to achieve is almost similar, prolonging your graphics card's lives while not compromising on quality. Najman Maliki joins us to unpack these technologies. I'll go a step back a little bit more if you guys don't mind and talk about RTX cards that is supplied by NVIDIA. Um, so NVIDIA, if you guys are in the know, if you guys don't know, Pun, <laughs> they've launched this line of cards called the RTX a few years back, right? Um, and these new cards basically allow their like super good ray tracing feature that Hanif just mentioned and a couple other features. Uh, and these are basically features that 
are relying on this thing called uh, AI, right? This little thing that people have been talking about. So how how are these graphics cards doing this? It's by using this essential component in the card called the tensor cores. So as you guys know, computers, when you guys see things on your screen, it's basically just mathematical calculations, right? Um, with tensor core, it allows the graphics card to actually create an educated guess of how a good looking game looks like, right? So it sounds a bit weird, but bear with me here. So if you want to look at like games like Cyberpunk, which has ray tracing, you can actually see that when your character is looking into a mirror or look at the water puddles on the street, you see a real reflection of what you're seeing. That is very intensive for a typical graphics card to calculate because calculating like, reflections of light is very very hard however if it can make an educated guess as to how the light can reflect then it will be a lot easier on the card to do that and also with the rtx cards you might have known and the thing that my, uh, hanif just mentioned uh, they also included the lss the lss is a super sampling uh, feature that allows the graphics card to actually show you a very smooth looking game by increasing the frame rates, but not pushing your graphics card too much that uh, it strains itself. And how it's doing this is again by creating an educated guess as to what a good looking game looks like, even if it's running on a lower setting. So you might actually be looking at a game that runs at 720p or 1080p, but it's actually running at the lowest settings, but actually in your screen, it looks like a very crisp 1440p or even a 4K resolution video. It's not running at 4K, but it looks exactly like 4K. And these are the technology that RTX allows uh, gamers to experience, essentially, using that tensor core component in their cards. Mm. How do they go about this technology? Apart from using the tensor core, um, it's also very AI-driven as well, right? Yeah, yeah. So basically with the tensor core, it allows you to learn from other gameplays that other people have had and even your own personal gameplays to actually generate the best looking pictures whenever you game. And this is really good in games like Fortnite and, and other repetitive games. Also great for your normal single player games, of course, but uh, essentially DLSS will just look at a, a smaller resolution and then just bump it up a little bit. It's essentially like imagine like you're using your phone camera. You take a picture with your phone camera and then you zoom in. Um, it's essentially technically speaking should not be that nice because you're zooming into the, the pixels and then the pixels just look ugly. But with DLSS, DLSS, it actually will just sharpen the picture with AI because it knows what is quote unquote good uh, and make the, your gameplay really awesome and you get very very good frame rates with this by the way mm. so for people out there who have these newer graphics cards right um what's the benefit of using dlss as opposed to putting it in its actual resolution like for example if i can put mm -hmm. the settings in my game to be ultra and if my machine is capable enough to do that should i resort to switching the dlss on or not yeah yeah I, that's a really wonderful question because i think dlss has gotten a lot of hate right um, because apparently people say like it's like slothering like Vaseline over your screen or whatever but I, I, I do believe in DLSS uh, and that's a huge benefit by switching it on one of it is definitely you're extending the life of your graphics card so you're basically you're using your graphics card at 
um, almost below optimum uh, threshold just because you're you're getting your card to work to show out to output really really good graphics but not at its uh, maximum capacity right so you can imagine like if you are driving a myv uh, at like rpm 5 and 6 all the time it can't be good for the car uh in long periods of time right same goes for your graphics card so if you're pushing your graphics card to like 80 90 celsius every time you are playing the game a game it's not going to be great for it but if you switch on the lss you're basically telling your card to just ease off the gas pedal and just like still get you a really nice uh, looking image uh, in video and This will, yeah, just lengthen the uh, lifespan of your graphics card, which is great. Which is, I think, what everyone would like to have, right? That was Najban Maliki talking about the advantage that NVIDIA's DLSS technology has in improving the graphical fidelity of games that we play. Let's go for a short break. Coming up, AMD's response to DLSS in the form of Fidelity FX Super Resolution. Stay tuned. This is Visual Played on BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, you're listening to Gigi Well Played. I'm your host, Hanif Baharudin. Najiban Maliki joins me today and we're talking about DLSS and FSR, graphical technologies introduced by NVIDIA and AMD respectively to improve our gaming experience. DLSS has been around for close to two years now and AMD has finally responded to it by releasing their version of it called Fidelity FX Super Resolution. Okay, so DLSS is... Very hardware specific. It's uh, it's proprietary. It's Nvidia's technology, mm-hmm. and in order for you to, I guess, benefit from it, you need to, of course, purchase uh, Nvidia's graphics cards, right? If you uh, can, means, yeah, <laughs> you can get them, right? Um, so, as much as the technology is pretty revolutionary, it's still pretty much quite limited, quote unquote, at least at least yeah. within the market, and also it also needs the developers to also enable it as well, right? But because it's pretty revolutionary, of course, you need a certain form of answers from the other side, right? I mean, the other side needs to perhaps respond to it as well, right? So AMD recently came up with their quote-unquote response to to this technology in the form of Fidelity FX Super Resolution. So yeah, we keep on comparing them in that sense, but are they actually similar or are they actually technically quite different? Technically, um, obviously, when you are talking about the way they're doing this is obviously different but it's a similar means to an end so at the end of the day you as a player looking at your monitor you're looking at a better game essentially they're trying to achieve the same goal the way they do it technically is very very different this is the interesting part for me I think yeah mm, okay so yeah perhaps maybe you can explain a bit what's the difference between NVIDIA's approach versus uh, AMD's approach So uh, Nvidia, as we mentioned uh, in at length just now, uh, they they've been using the RTX tensor cores to their advantage, right? In making that great guess um, as to how a good image looks like. But what AMD is doing now is actually is creating a new mathematical. This is I'm just like toning it down for layman's term, but creating a new mathematical algorithm that allows the game to output the best image quality. At the highest amount of frame rate, at a slightly lower resolution, it's doing almost exactly what DLSS is doing, except that it's not using any AI feature. It's all just within your card, lah. Your current old graphic cards 
should be able to do this as well. As long as it meets certain requirements, you shouldn't face any issue here. Um, and this is very interesting to me, right? So we know that most graphics card that 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 is great uh, in the market is hard to get. So you probably are sitting on a three, four, or even like in my case, six-year-old graphic card because you can't get a new one. And with this new feature by the AMD Fidelity FX Super Resolution or FSR for short, um, uh, realize it just uses your own um, old cards here and it allows you to actually um, experience the LSS essentially or FSR by just getting the developers to edit their code a little bit and allowing the, the crisp new high frame rate images that you can actually see and get from your quote-unquote old cards lah. All right. So uh, um, the biggest difference between the two, at least in terms of its approach, is that I think maybe AMD's approach is more software-based. So it got, maybe probably it requires you to download drivers or software update to to your old graphics cards, right? And again, maybe the the end goal is similar, but the way they approach uh, it is different, lah. So you have um, Nvidia relying on hardware uh, and AI to do all these these things, and AMD relying on software, um, not necessarily AI, but it still achieves the same same goal, lah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think okay. So here comes the argument of like, how good is it, right? Is it really that groundbreaking? Do you really need it? And I think this is the most comments um, that we've seen on, on the internet recently, right? When they announced this, like, oh, okay, this just looks like another DLSS, but not that good. Uh, and and how is it going to benefit, especially us, like, super uh, small group of gamers who are using, like, a, a, an RTX 3090? Yeah, I have to be frank and honest. It's not going to probably change a lot for those users who are actually using great graphics card the latest and greatest but it definitely will affect the the users who are who are the majority here right? if you look at steam's hardware survey which they do month on month the top card that uh is stopping the charge which is about almost 10 percent of all gamers who are on steam they're still using the gtx 1060 and the top graphics card from amd uh is still the rx 580 so Again, this is actually power to the people. And one thing that you did mention, Hanif, about uh, NVIDIA's RTX technology is that it's proprietary to only NVIDIA RTX cards. Uh, whereas FSR, it's opened up to all uh, users uh, between NVIDIA and, 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 and Radeon. So if you're using a, an AMD card or if you're using a, uh, an NVIDIA card, you're good. You're good to go, right? Um, they all develop the game developers just have to implement the fix in their codes, and uh, voila, you can update your game and play with FSR. I think that's the beauty of it. Yeah, I guess that that's a pretty good strategy on AMD's end to make it more uh, inclusive for all graphics cards owners out there, right? Why is it important to push for this kind of technologies on top of? You know, a technology like ray tracing, which I think is, is pretty groundbreaking and revolutionary as well, right? But why is it important for these manufacturers to also start pushing for a technology that allows for a less intensive, at least on the hardware side, approach to making visuals better that runs better as well, frame rate-wise? Mm. So I think the the upside, I guess, for developers specifically, so we know uh, for, for consumers like myself, I don't need to hopefully get a new card anytime soon and still can survive gaming on my uh, old card. 
Right? That's the upside for me. Uh, but what's in it for the developers? And for me, it's definitely because of the basic economic functions. Uh, um, you've got the masses uh, who uh, who don't actually own any RTX-enabled card, uh, any DLSS-enabled card, uh, which you probably want to reach, right? So Godfall. Godfall is one of the games that have been released with FSR. So if you are planning, if I'm planning to actually play Godfall, I don't have an RTX card. So technically speaking, I have to push my card to its maximum settings and probably just get a decent uh, graphics out of it, right? Not that great. But because of FSR, I'm able to use like normal-ish setting on my card and still get get great graphics, right? And as a developer, as a consumer, when I know this, I look at Steam and I'm like, oh, I can actually get this game and play it on my old card and I'll be happy with it. And I know I'll be happy with it. And if you look at Steam's hardware survey again, majority of the gamers are still within that boat. So if you're a developer, you're planning to develop a game. If I, I need to make a business decision, right? Do I make this game that looks freakishly good, but requires hardware that my players don't actually have, which probably would translate to my players not buying, uh, not buying my game? Or do I actually implement this technology and allow more gamers to actually buy that my game, which means more money for me, right? So this is awesome in my personal view for developers as well. You put in that extra effort to add that line in, that code in, um, into your game, and you get a bigger chunk of gamers to actually buy your game, which is technically speaking the majority of gamers nowadays. Uh, who are now able to buy and play your game on their older machines. So it's a win for the older uh, for the gamers who have older cards and a win for the developers because essentially you just get more gamers, just get more people buying the games. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So I mean, whenever we talk about graphics cards, uh, it's always tend to, I guess, be skewed towards PC gamers, right? Because I mean, that's the, the majority of the market. But especially for... Uh, AMD's uh, technology, the FSR, uh, there's potential for it to also be beneficial for console gamers, right? Especially um, uh, Xbox uh, Series X owners and also PlayStation 5 owners, right? Um, and that's because both these consoles run on AMD chips as well, right? Uh, I think Microsoft has sort of like announced that they have started giving out development kit for uh, their developers to implement this technology. But Sony, I think as of this time of recording hasn't announced anything yet, but um, that's another thing that I think these console gamers can look forward to as well, right? Yeah. I mean, if if I'm buying a PS5, again, if I can make it last 10 years, I definitely would make it last 10 years. And if, say, two years down the line and I still don't have a PS5, for example, right? And uh, I'm at the junction of, of making a decision whether I should actually get uh, a PS5 or an Xbox Series X, right? This is definitely something that I would consider in my decision making, right? If I know like uh, Xbox is going to be implementing this kind of technology into their games, I definitely know that my machine is going to last longer than the PS5. And that would probably skew me into getting a, a, an Xbox Series X rather than a PS5. So I think it's it's really just a matter of time, I believe, <laughs> uh, that Sony uh, is going to announce this. And... If you get that machine and your machine have this, um, you know, your uh, the provider like Sony is promising something like this for you, then you definitely know that you're set for next 
few years lah. Your machine is not going to be obsolete anytime soon. Uh, and that's that's a really good feeling to have lah, I guess. Mm. Okay, so we have ray tracing and then we have DLSS and uh, AMD's answer to it, FSR. Uh, what are the uh, new technology that's going to be out there that's going to perhaps dominate the conversation around graphics cards uh, in the future? Mm, I mean, I think AMD, although they've got the sampling frame rate issue quote-unquote sorted um, they still have to uh, tackle the ray tracing uh, issue I think um, one interesting thing that I've seen recently is that Hardware Canucks one of the YouTube uh, channels uh, they've recently tested using this new update from AMD on a GTX GTX 1060 I believe to run the Rift Breaker with ray tracing on <laughs> they actually managed to run that game with ray tracing on um so i'm hopeful uh but not that much hopeful but i'm hopeful that uh AMBC, uh going to be able to bring ray tracing as well to older cards not just um increasing the sample rates if they are able to do that then i mean like <laughs> that'll be a, 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 a huge leap in the technology side And that's one thing I'm I'm really looking out for, and the others would be a good quality of life increments. Um, you know, I'm not sure whether people know a lot of this, but um, your graphics card, your RTX graphics card, is able to do incredible things like um, remove your background from your your video calls, for example, because of again the AI uh, features it's got. It's also able to remove. A residual noise um, from your calls even right so we are, we are doing this recording here and um, say you might hear the sounds of people drilling or maybe um, kids playing whatever your graphics card is also your RTX graphics card is also able to take those noise out and these are the things that I, I would love to see in the future uh, that other uh, AMD if they can uh, trying to implement into their cards If not, they are old and they are new cards, just so that we can actually get more advantage. We get more things, good things out of your graphics card. So I guess in the future, it will be more than just graphics card. I guess. You've been tuning in to GG Well Played, and we've been talking about DLSS and FSR graphical technologies by Nvidia and AMD that are meant to improve your gaming experience. Thanks to Najma Maliki for helping me unpack these technologies. If you'd like to listen to this episode again, you can find the podcast on BFM.my, our app available on the Apple App Store or Google Play, and also Spotify. Do share your thoughts about the show or the games that you play via our email ggwp@bfm.my. Don't forget to also follow the station on Twitter at BFM Radio. My name is Sanif Baharudin. Thanks for joining us. Game on and stay safe. Till next time, GG Well Played. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.